In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the 23rd week in ordinary time of the church this year. Today being the 8th day of September 2022, we celebrate the feast of the nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let us call upon this same Holy Spirit by whom Mary conceived and led her pious and righteous life to come dwell in us also and inspire in us the grace for holiness. Holy Spirit, Lord of Lord, from the class celestial heart, thy pure beaming radiance give from the Father of the poor. Come with precious that send you. Come the light of all the leaf. The title of my homily today, dear friends, is In Mary is the dawning of the day of human salvation. In Mary is the dawning of the day of human salvation. The first reading today is taken from the prophet Micah chapter 5 from verse 2 to verse 5. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 16 and verse 18 to verse 23. In the very first reading today through the prophecy of Micah, God tells us um, the fact that um, Bethlehem of the tribe of Judah even though it's one of the smallest tribe of Judah, it shall be the source of the salvation of humanity. From the house of from Bethlehem, the house of Judah shall arise the Savior of the world. And this eventually is fulfilled in the life of Mary and through Mary um, in Jesus Christ. Jesus, the Savior of the world, came through Mary. Now, in the very gospel today, the evangelist Matthew gives us the, um, the very lineage of this man called Jesus Christ. He started his... Um, Lineage from that of the young man Abraham. As an evangelist writing to the Jewish audience, he traced the very root and the foundation of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the people of Israel and the Savior of humanity, to their first father Abraham. And in this history, in this um, chronology, of Jesus Christ, he made mention of three women in addition to Mary. These three women played special roles in the history of the salvation of humanity because they too were grandmothers to Jesus Christ. The first of them is Rahab. Rahab was the Canaanite prostitute that saved the spies, uh, the, the, the Israeli um, 
spices that came spies that came to spy on Jericho. She contributed in the history of human salvation by her intervention, even though she was a prostitute. And she made the request that when you come to destroy Jericho, save I and my family. And that's how she became a mother to, a grandmother to Jesus Christ. A great-grandmother. One of the great-great-grandmothers of Jesus Christ. Because having been saved by the people of Israel, he was taken into Israel and became wife to boys. The next person is Ruth. Ruth was the daughter-in-law to Naomi, a Moabite woman, who, upon her, the death of her husband, followed Naomi to the land of Israel, and, if you like, nationalized and became a Jew, serving God with all her heart. And she became also a grandmother, one of the great grandmothers of Jesus Christ. And then we have the wife of Uriah, Bathsheba, the woman who watched her husband killed, literally speaking, by David and was taken over by David, the king of Israel. As sinful, as ungodly as the backgrounds and the life of these women may appear to be, God is the God who rides on rides straight on crooked lines. His ways are not our ways. He allowed these women to be part of the lineage of Jesus Christ. But unlike these other women, Mary, from the moment of her conception, because of the role she was to play in this history of human salvation and the work of God's redemption of humanity, was preserved soul and body from sin right from her moment, the moment of her conception. In order to be worthy, the mother of Jesus Christ. It is her birth that we celebrate today. Her birth announces the dawning of the day of the salvation of humanity because in her will be conceived the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ himself. And so our celebrating Mary, the birthday of Mary today, is not because we want to deify Mary, want to give Mary the glory that is meant for God. As a matter of fact, in celebrating Mary and particularly celebrating her birth, there are things that are significant about today's celebration. Number one, in celebrating the birth of Mary, we celebrate the dawning of the day of human salvation. Because it is it through her that the Savior of the world was given birth to. It is through her that God took flesh in order to save humanity. Number two, we celebrate the triumph of the grace of God in the life of a human person. God chose Mary and honored her. And through her cooperation with the grace of God that was poured upon her, that she was filled with, as the Archangel Gabriel presents in the Gospel of Luke, she was able to live a life 
that is completely devoid of sin and then was able to fulfill the mandate God has for her. The mandate of bringing into reality the Son of God for the salvation of humanity. Thirdly, we also celebrate in Mary's birth, in celebrating the birthday of Mary, we are celebrating also a woman who cooperated with God in the history of the salvation of humanity and the redemption of humanity. And so it serves as a way of motivating us to be readily cooperative with God in the salvation and redemption of our fellow human beings. And so this feast is meant to be a motivation. It's meant to spur us to be like Mary in serving the will of God, in being at the service of the redemption and the salvation brought about by God for humanity. And so we ask ourselves today, like Mary, how are we able or what are we doing to effect the salvation of God for our fellow human beings? It's not just gathering to eat cake. It's not just gathering to celebrate in the form of party, in the form of, form of singing and dancing, reciting um, the, the Magnificat of Mary and singing her praises. But beyond that, do we allow her life to also affect our way of life? Do we allow the Holy Spirit of God to come us, come upon us so that we can conceive Jesus in us like Mary and give birth to him by acts of righteousness? Are we able to draw others closer to the kingdom of God? Are we bringing the salvation and the redemption of God to the life of others? Or are we becoming blocks, barriers to this work of salvation of God to humanity? Mary is full of grace. She cooperated with the grace of God. We too are full of the grace of God. Are we cooperating with this grace of God? Or have we discarded the grace of God in preference for something worldly, something ungodly? Today as we celebrate the birth of Mary, which announces the birth of the salvation of the world, since everything done in the Old Testament could not suffice to save humanity. As the birth of Mary is the birth of hope for humanity, announces a new beginning for humanity, may we too imitate her, emulate her way of life, so that our own birth and our existence in this world will bring hope, will bring consolation, will bring light to the world, and will facilitate the salvation and the redemption of God for humanity through Christ our Lord. Amen. Conceive Jesus by allowing the Spirit of God to take control of your life. Give birth to Jesus by living lives that will make others feel the presence of God and the presence of Jesus Christ, the love of God and the salvation of God as made manifest in Christ the Lord through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And once again, happy feast day of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. May the Blessed Virgin Mary 
intercede for us all. Amen.